Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, my friend. How are you today? I am very excited. I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite things, asking for what you want. But before we go there, remember the latest happenings that we have going on in our community are the Wisdom Wednesdays podcasts. Do you know about this? Did you hear it this week? Wisdom Wednesdays is a 12-week special edition to the podcast. It comes out on Wednesday. So two things to do. Make sure one, that you're subscribed to the Wisdom Wednesday emails. If you go to the link in the show notes, it puts you right in there. And then every Wednesday, you will get the show delivered straight into your inbox. And step two is make sure you're subscribed to the show so that you receive it in your podcast app. You hit that click subscribe button and there you go. And as a special bonus, this is something new that at least in iTunes is that when you subscribe, you then have access to all 600 shows. There's great content. So the Wisdom Wednesdays are shows that I've done with guests over the years. This is almost 13 years. So there's about 600 shows. And what I've gone through and is I've cultivated the shows that I want to read broadcast to you that there's still transformational and it's evergreen content, evergreen meaning it's not outdated. So subscribe to the weekly newsletter and subscribe to the show via your podcast app. Okay. Now let's talk about asking for what you want. Are you good at asking for what you want? There are some areas that I am so amazing. And then there are some areas that I'm just not. And for instance, this morning, as I was washing some dishes in the sink, I noticed I have this bottle brush for my hydro flask water bottles and coffee mugs and stuff. And I noticed that my husband likes to wash dishes with this. I really don't because then it gets all crusty on it and stuff. And I start to get irritated and I don't ask because there's a voice inside of my head, Corinne, seriously, you're being too much. You're too demanding. Instead of having a conversation, why does he gravitate towards that instead of the other things that we have in the kitchen sink? Really simple conversation. It can feel really vulnerable because the story I have is, Corinne, you're too much. You can be too difficult. So that's one reason many people don't ask for what they want. Another reason is you're afraid of rejection. You're afraid to say, Hey, I want to be, I'm wondering, feel this connection with you. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are about it. What are you feeling about this relationship that we have, whether it's with a friend or whether it's with somebody that you want to pursue and make it into significant other, but putting ourselves out there, we're afraid that somebody will say no, or we worry about what other people think. Just like in the story in my head, I know my husband loves me. I know that I'm the love of his life. And I also know that he gets irritated, you know, by some of the things that I do. And that's all okay. I can at least ask for what I want and we can negotiate that. So how often do you also add don't ask because you don't want to be too much. You're like, oh, I don't want to be too much. I don't want to say, hey, I don't actually like to go to this restaurant. The food there really upsets my stomach. This is my favorite restaurant. Or maybe 
you don't believe you can have it. So why even bother? Or maybe (laughs) you don't ask for what you want because this is how I was early in my marriage was, well, he should just know what I want. (laughs) So therefore, I'm just going to test him out. Does he really care about me? Do I really matter? Oh, I must not because it's not happening. He does not have a connection to my brain. There was a Star Trek character, I think, that you were connected to each other's brains. And it was like, oh, how awesome would that be? No, I have to ask for what I want. So testing others out doesn't help us. It actually gets us into like really resentful modes. And the problem with not asking is that if you don't ask, you'll never know. So that relationship that you're thinking about that you're wanting, you don't know. So instead you sit here with all this brain juice going back and forth. Does he want to be in a relationship? Are we just friends? Am I reading into it? Am I not? Instead of just having that brave, vulnerable conversation of, I'm wondering, this relationship's really special. We've talked about how we haven't had this connection with other people. Is this something that be worthwhile pursuing, you know, in a different manner and putting out that conversation? Cause then at least you get a response and you can either close the door on it or go through the vulnerable acts of building a relationship and testing it out so much better than the mind drama that goes on. Because how do I know? This is what happens when I'm coaching with my clients. They come to these sessions and this is the stuff. It's like, oh, I don't know. Does he want to be in a relationship or does his career more important? What is it that I want? Like all this stuff back and forth, like, oh, I can't ask for what I want until I know what he wants. Ask for what you want, my friend, really. Because the problem with not asking is that you're not going to know. Another problem with not asking is that you're not supporting your own desires and your own wants. And then what's the message you're telling yourself? You don't matter. Your opinion doesn't matter. What you want is ridiculous. So then you're already making yourself small. And is that the relationship you want to treat with yourself? When we don't ask for what we want, we are not leading. Instead, you're asking, you're allowing other people to lead your life. And our goal here is for you to become the leader of your life. This isn't domination. This isn't powering over. This is asking. And when we can ask, we reduce the drama in our brains. We reduce how much brain juice because this is just what we do. We ask, we get information done. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time indulging in what if, what does this mean? And all the stories that our brain likes to come up with. So letting go of this struggle happens when you are just willing to ask, you get information and whether it's a yes or a no, or an in-between, and then you can move forward. Yes. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. So I love my husband dearly, but uh, when we go over to friends' homes and we go to places and he never wants to be too demanding or too much or put people out. And so they'll say to him, you know, would you like beer? And he goes, yes. And they say to him, well, what would you like? Because oftentimes these days, people have like three different types of beer in their home. I remember growing up, my dad was a Budweiser guy. If you came and had beer with Clyde, you were drinking Buds. And my uncles were Coors guys, right? That was what it was. Well, these days, everybody has all their different kinds of beers in the microbreweries. And so they'll ask my husband, which beer would you like? And they start to list. And he goes, oh, whatever you have the most of. On the outside, on the surface, that seems like, wow, he's not picky. He's easy to get along with. I'll go make a decision. Isn't that great? On the host side, it's a shit show, my friend, because they're like, oh, but what if he doesn't like it? And they have all this drama. Well, my husband's really simple. He's just happy to have a beer. 
He's not going to judge it. He'll either like it and he will always finish it, but he'll either like it or he'll really enjoy it, but he's going to enjoy it. Like he's not picky about stuff. We call him kind of the human trash container, but the host has all this drama. So when you ask for what you want, it can actually reduce the stress of those around you because you're clear, you're communicating. What is it that you like? What is it that you don't like? People that go to coffee with me already know that I am not going to AMPM for coffee. Now I will go, I mean, you can't really go and hang out at AMPM, but I will go to certain places and either order coffee or um, like a friend of mine, he does drink the AMPM coffee and we met up for coffee and he didn't drink the coffee. I got my coffee and we had a meeting. It was great. So when you're clear about what you want, it actually helps people know what do you like, what don't you like, and then you can work towards having a fulfilling experience between the two of you. Now, remember that when you ask, ask is an invitation. It's never an obligation. When I was in my 20s, I was really, really good at getting people to do what I wanted them to do. And they would come and whether it was go shopping or whatever it was that I just really, really wanted them to go do, they would go do with me. But I would notice like they were coming out of this sense of obligation. And I was constantly in this scarcity mode of like, oh, they're going to leave. What else can I find to keep them here? I was like entrapment or something. And it didn't feel good. And I didn't feel filled up from that experience. And so finally, one day I had asked myself, like, do I really want people to come only if they're obligated. Do I really want people to do this stuff with me only if they're obligated? And the answer was a clear hell no. It's an invitation. It's never an obligation. And I think about that often when I do stuff and I make choices to go to events that may not be like a total hell yes, but I say, okay, am I going out of obligation? And then that would be a no. Am I going out because this has been an invitation to me and it really lines up with my values and priorities? Yes, the timing may suck. (laughs) It often does, but is it in line with my values and priorities? And when I show up then, then I'm more fully myself and I'm able to have a good time versus when I do something out of obligation. So I don't want to do anything out of obligation. I don't want people to do something out of obligation. Instead, it's an invitation. It's so much better to ask from that place. And when you are able to realize that it's an invitation, not an obligation, you can then have your own back because you're like, oh, okay, this is what I want. It's an invitation. They're not obligated. They can absolutely say no. And you have to be really, really good with that because no can often be a shame trigger. And when you're willing to ask for what it is you want, you're becoming your own best friend. And that is so important that we have our own back because this relationship that we have with ourselves is our only relationship that we have with ourselves, right? That we're not like dress rehearsing. And then, you know, we get to do a do over from the age of 20 on again, like we just keep getting older. So let's be our own best friend. And it doesn't mean you can't have other best friends, but be in your support seats, love yourself, talk to yourself the way you talk to your best friend, talk to yourself. Like for my rule is how do I talk to the grocery store clerk? Talk to myself that way. Be kind, be considerate, be honest, be responsible, own what I'm doing well, own what I'm not doing well. And when you do this, then you become the leader of your life instead of waiting for someone to figure out what's inside of you and what you really want, right? That's a lot of responsibility we put onto other people. I did that to my best friend decades ago. 
I was a little concerned about my husband getting my wedding ring. And so I said to him, and then I said it to her, I said, well, just have her go with you and to get the ring. And she's like, whoa, that is way too much responsibility. So what we did instead is that she and I went shopping for my wedding ring, totally non-traditional. And we kept looking around and I was trying to decide and I'd seen this ring actually on the back of a magazine and I just loved it. Anyways, I wound up finding this ring. I looked at different ideas of what I had and she was very patient and supportive. And I found this ring that to this day, I love, love, love. But it was because I asked for what I wanted. My husband was smart enough to go, I don't think I can figure out what you want. And my girlfriend was smart enough to put the boundary of that's too much responsibility for me to figure out what you like and don't like, but I'll go with you through this process. So that's a great example of asking for what you want. I wanted other people to know what I wanted, but they said no. So that we figured out a better way to get me the solution. I really wanted a ring that I loved. When you ask, here's the thing. Remember, reframe. It's an invitation, not an obligation. And then give yourself permission to ask for what it is you want. You must let go of the outcome. We get so attached. We're like, okay, Corinne said to ask. I'm giving myself permission. I'm doing it all right. This is a checkbox to-do list. And therefore, bippity-boppity-boo, I'll get what I want. And then you don't get what you want. Then you get mad at me. I already know how this works. It's about asking for what you want and letting go of the outcome because you can't control that. And an ask is not a demand. An ask is not a script. An ask is a question. And when you get, when you can get yourself in this place of giving yourself permission, letting go of the outcome, you can start to get clear of what you want. Like I knew I wanted a certain type of wedding ring, but I didn't know exactly until we kind of went through the process of going to a bunch of different jewelers, looking at magazines, going the customer out, doing a whole bunch of different things until I finally got clear about what it was that I wanted. And it didn't take that long. I mean, you know, I, I know it was a day out and a couple days in between. So maybe it's like a total of two or three days. And I was even with looking at magazines. And when you ask, make sure that you do it with a question mark, not a demand dressed up as a question. Sometimes I've always didn't like that growing up in my life when people would ask, people in my life would ask, but it was always a demand dressed up as a question. <laughs> and like, there's no, there's no ability to say no here. And recently I was asking my daughter about something, I think it was how to do with her chores. And I realized it wasn't asking, I was demanding. And I, so I just reframed it. I'm like, this isn't a question. This is just something that needs to get done. So ask with a question, be willing to be uncomfortable because it's make it messy and be okay with that. That's that rumbling. It's that, ooh, here's me discovering until we get a system in place. Be brave. Be proud of yourself that you are having your own back. You are being brave. You are asking for what you want. You are being the leader of your life, regardless of the outcome. You are brave and you are here because sometimes when no is given, that can be a perfect shame trigger. And when that happens, notice what you're making that no mean. Notice the story you're telling yourself. Are you saying like my voice is, I'm a loser. I'm not good enough. Of course I'm too much, right? Whatever it may be in your head, notice these stories. They're just stories. You don't have to attach to them. Are they true? And instead of going into that inner gladiator where you're beating the crap out of yourself, 
Be curious when you hear a no. Be curious. You can say, huh. Ask for information. Say, help me understand your decision. Or can you tell me more? Or can you walk through your decision-making process so I can better understand? Another one would be, tell me why this doesn't fit for you. Or tell me why this doesn't work for you. Tell me why this doesn't fit for this given situation. Now you're getting more information. Instead of creating a story, you're getting more information. Obviously, the other person has to be brave as well and be truthful, but that's really on them. And you take that information and then you go back out and you continue to practice. So now it's your turn because we want to do in this community. That's where we make the changes is I invite you to start small. And it could be about, you know, the kitchen towel and what it gets used for or how to hang the toilet paper, right? I was reading, I don't know, it was Facebook or something about people arguing about which way the toilet paper roll is supposed to face, right? Or where you want to go for dinner. So ask for something small. And then as you build this muscle, increase asking for what it is that you want. Like, and when I'm not saying like, oh, you start like with the kitchen towel and then you ask for Mercedes Benz. That's what I'm talking about. But the really vulnerable conversations, you know, about this friendship really matters to me and I'm noticing a disconnect and which way do we want to go with it? Or whether it's a relationship or, Hey, I really am loving the work that I do, but there's so much more that I feel I have the potential for. And I'd like to step more into a leadership role. So as you build this muscle, increase asking for what you want, be okay with the no. Remember, an ask is a question. It's not a demand. So Know why you don't ask. That story is really important. Love yourself as you figure this out. And it's based on the rules you've been using to guide your life. And these can be either unconscious rules that have been programmed or deliberately out of fear because you're like, oh, hell no, I don't want all this stuff to happen. And when you don't ask, remember you aren't supporting you. And is that really the relationship you want to have with yourself? Remember, an ask is a question. It's an invitation. That's it. Be curious, let go of any stories about you not being good enough, learn, and then go ask some more. Ask. It's an invitation, not an obligation. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. Remember, you have two things to do. One, go subscribe for the newsletter. It's the link is in the show notes. And two, make sure you subscribe to the podcast for your podcast app. Bye-bye. Drifting, never been so wide awake.